Welcome back everybody to High Performance Impact. I'm super excited to be with you all again today. And with me, I have Brandon Marcello, who, and I said that correct, right, Brandon? Is it Marcello? You did, that's fine. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, I'm like, okay, are we, this is the Italian, you know, way, right? Okay, good. Just want to make That's sure. Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Awesome. I was like, I love that, Marcello. Anyway, all right. So, Brandon here, he is another wonderful sports psychologist and coach, correct? I uh, wouldn't be a sports psychologist, but I, I do live in, I do tinker in that area because obviously, as anyone who coaches, and provides insight, there always is a psychological component. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And I know that you've actually worked quite a bit on both sides with, you know, both athletes as well as, um, I know you also work with the military too, correct? Correct. Yeah. I spend a lot of time in both worlds. Uh, they both love, uh, they have, there's a mutual respect, as we spoke about before in our last conversation, there's a, a mutual admiration, if you will, for each side. So it's uh, working with both is actually pre is pretty interesting and fun at the same time. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I know. And it's kind of fun because both sides, you know, kind of feed off of the other, right? You know, athletes are always looking kind of, you know, at the military, military looks at them. And so they kind of work together, I think, and it's kind of the best of both worlds. So that's exciting. Well, Anyhow, I appreciate you coming on here today, Brandon, and appreciate you just sharing some of your expertise with us so that listeners can get even more inspiration on how to have better high performance, how to reach their peak, and I know you've got extensive experience. So with that, I would love to kind of turn the time over to you for just, you know, for the first part, and I would love to hear more about your story, Brandon, about what led you to want to work kind of in this high performance area? You know, how do you, what led you to want to help people reach their peak performance? Yeah. So I think it all started, you know, I started as a strength and conditioning coach um, when I first started in this profession. And obviously that's entirely physical and trying to, you know, get the athletes to improve physically, decrease their injury potential. But then there's also, there's a, a mental component to that. Um, there's a, an emotional component to that. Um, and, and what I realized is that wow, there's really more to it than just strength and conditioning. Um, human performance is going to be very complex. It's multifaceted. Uh, and I think that just led me on a quest of kind of looking at kind of what's next, kind of like ripples on a pond, right? You throw a rock in the water and these ripples just start to just grow and grow. And I just realized that well, I just, I'm, I'm living right where the, I threw the pebble in and I need to start looking at some other things and, uh, and, and at least have an understanding. So then if, if the case is, is needed, case calls for it, I can bring in somebody in this expertise with this expertise in a specific area. So um, that's what's kind of led me down the road and just this, this, you know, never ending quest of, of thinking that there's a better way to optimize the human capability and optimize human potential is just kind of something that I enjoy trying to chase. It's like, it's on my own little holy grail, right? Trying to figure this out. Absolutely. And I love that. And that's so true. Um, I think the quest for high performance really kind of becomes very personal, right? You know, because it's going to look different for every single person. And so then it does kind of become a study of yourself in a sense, you know, of like, okay, like, you know, what does it look like for me? And, 
you know, what does that mean to me? And so absolutely, I love that. So you started out in strength and conditioning and then kind of took on and started working on that mental component then, right? That's kind of... Yeah, I mean, I mean, the mental component is really an underlying aspect of it. And, and, you know, when people say mental, and you understand this better than anybody, right, that they think that maybe there's a problem. And it's not always that there's a problem. It could be just in how you're communicating with the individual, um, how you're trying to get the individual to buy into the program. And buying in means just like they're giving you permission at the moment, not mm-hmm. forever. Um, it could be, you know, a performance issue. It could something along those lines. Uh, they could be all of a sudden struggling with school or struggling with sport or struggling with family. Um, and they may reach out to you because they trust you, right. Or they may reach out to another coach because they trust them. Right. So it, it really varies on, and you have to kind of have a good understanding of, okay, where not only of just that this is going to, is going to happen. Um, but also um, where is that line where you're a sounding board confidant and having an understanding of when they need to see somebody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's true. And so I like how you say being a sounding board for folks um, I feel like that's oftentimes one of the best things you can actually do for folks. I mean, I, I feel like that kind of comes into accountability as well. You know, being able to provide just kind of that space for someone to be able to, you know, try those ideas out, you know, maybe talk something out and whatever. And so, you know, being able to listen and then, of course, direct them where they need to go. Absolutely. So that is important. Um, so now as for the work you're doing right now, could you speak a little bit to that? What it is you do right now? I know you're kind of working on a lot of different things. I am. Yeah. And then, you know, we spoke about this briefly the other day is that Mm -hmm. um, to really put it simply, I solve human performance problems. So uh, professional athletes or sports teams or the military or government will come to me with specific human performance problems in which they're trying to solve. Um, So for instance, it could be uh, a sports team saying, recover our athletes after games um you know how do we optimize our nutrition um an athlete might call me and say hey i heard of this um specific technique is this is there any value to this is, is there any scientific evidence backing this up uh the military might ask you know and they have asked this you know how do we better assess the human um you know we have a billion dollar musculoskeletal injury problem how can we kind of implement some things to kind of mitigate this um so you know really all these things are rooted in a performance-based problem and they're asking for guidance on how to tackle this problem um maybe some advice on strategies to solve this problem and and, in like a direction in which for them to travel to 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 you know solve it so it's kind of mm-hmm. what I do right now in all different aspects in, in uh, sport and military. I love it. I love it. Solving high performance problems, essentially, you know, and that, yeah. and that's really what it comes down to. And that's the best, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, why complicate it? Right. You know? And so I do like that though. And so oftentimes do you feel that you maybe lean more towards working on kind of like the actual physical performance piece, you know, like I know you talk about like the musculoskeletal, 
you know, issue, for example, or something? Or do you feel that you work kind of a lot more on the side of, you know, solving maybe mental, you know, kind of the attitudes, you know, the mindset, you know, where do you kind of feel that you work the most? Or is it just kind of equally everywhere? it, it is equally so. One of the things that I developed for the military was a, an, an assessment for human performance. And what we realized is that there are four, well, there's over a hundred elements that contribute to human performance. And that's why humans are very complex. Right. Um, and more elements are being added to this by the day. But there are four anchor elements that really need to be uh, enhanced and optimize to stack the odds in anyone's favor for having a successful performance. And that's not just the physical domain, but it's also the cognitive, the social and emotional domains. And all four of these domains are connected um, and they all influence one another. Um, so how you feel physically can impact how we feel cognitively, um, how we want to socialize, how we feel emotionally, um, our, uh, our, our emotional, um, feelings for emotional well-being can impact how we feel physically, cognitively, and socially. So they're all impactful. They're all important. There is no hierarchy. So um, everyone's going to be different, as we, we know. So there are going to be different times when we need to spend uh, more time in one bucket versus the other based upon the scenario, individual, environment, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it does all interconnect and yeah. So <laughs> off, yeah, it's going to have to be working on all those different fronts, which can get tricky, but I also feel like that's maybe part of the fun too. So sure. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm curious then, what do you love most about what you're doing? Uh, I just, I just like doing things differently. I like trying to find a different way. I like solving problems. Um, it, it, it yeah, it's all the same, but there's a, a wide variety at the same time. So, um, which I think is nice, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's just, it's just like, you know, cooking dinner, right? You're not just cooking dinner, but there's something different every single night if you wanted to. So there is that variety within it. So it's the same thing. Yeah. Everything is still related to human performance, but mm -hmm. I like the different problem sets that each individual group, team, athlete, organization mm -hmm. might bring to the table um and i think the fun part is and people forget about this is that uh, selfishly i get to learn um when you come in when you're brought in as a consultant people are very willing to pull back the curtain and mm -hmm. show you everything and to see that like organization a does one two and three really well but four five and six terribly and then organization b does one, two, three terribly, but four, five, and six really well. And then yep. you can kind of start to look at these differences and say, I wonder why this is happening and what is the difference and why does one group excel here but not here? And the other group flip-flops, even though they're very much the same. Mm -hmm. um, that, that part to me is I find very fascinating and, and I get to learn a ton along the way too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I do like that. And it is fun, you know, to kind of be able to see behind the curtains, you know, what most people might not be able to see. And so it is always kind of interesting to see kind of all those different parts, how it all works together, you know, to learn different things. Um, it is a pleasure. It really is fun. And then sometimes too, it almost feels a little bit like solving a puzzle, I feel like. So that oh, is cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now I'm curious then, where do you kind of see yourself going with the work you're doing? 
Yeah. So uh, in terms of where I see myself going, it's, it, it's just continuing down this road. It's continuing to try and solve problems and complex problems and look at the different ways of solving them. And, and again, understanding that, um, you know, the humans are complex, human performance is very complex. And I just want to try and seek better ways of optimizing performance. Know that I'm never going to get to the end. Um, right. You know, it's that old saying that if your life's work, or if you're capable of completing your life's work in your lifetime, it probably wasn't worth doing. Um, Ooh, yeah. So, so from my standpoint, it's like this is going to be really unfinished, and I'm just going to try and move the ball as far down the field as I can, um, and then hand it off to somebody else, right? And that's what it's all about: is can I, can I continue to evolve? Can I provoke thought? Can I get people to think differently about performance, and can we make people and humans better. Mm, I love that. That is awesome. And it is true. So you're going to definitely have to continue it. Hopefully. Right? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, and then, yeah, we'll just see where it goes. It'll be kind of exciting to see how it all evolves. Okay. So now, okay. So I know we talked a little bit about it before about kind of like the actual work you're doing, I guess, kind of what is the format of how you serve your clients then? You know, I guess, how are you working with them on a day-to-day -day basis? So, so that depends on the group, organization, team, um, what have you. So um, mm -hmm. like some athletes will just, they'll reach out to me and they, you know, they have me on, on speed dial and Hey, Brandon, you know, I, I saw this people in the clubhouse were talking about this recovery product. Can you tell me anything about it? Should I be taking it? Should I be using it? Whatever. Mm -hmm. um, that's one way I'll, I'll, I'll vet wearable technology. I'll vet mm -hmm. supplements. I'll vet techniques um, that could be a, a certain scenario. Uh, some people might need a, a physical therapist in a specific city, in a specific state, mm -hmm. and I can try and use my network of people to try and find somebody or a sports psychologist in a specific area in a specific state. And then I can, you know, use my network to find somebody there and connect them. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, another group might be, you know, Hey, can you fly in and look at and see what we do? Um, okay. in the world of training or in the world of nutrition or recovery or sleep or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll go in, spend a few days, talk to relevant parties, talk to stakeholders, and then I'll provide a report at the end of that, almost like an audit, a performance audit, mm -hmm. and say, here's what you guys, I found that you guys do really, really well. Um, here are some things that I've identified that you might want to consider improving. Here are some things that you guys have identified that you want to improve. And then I'll provide also some strategies and recommendations for them to course correct. Mm -hmm. um, and then other people will come to me with a very specific problem or problem set in which they'll ask me to either solve or help them solve, um, depending on the situation. Awesome. I love that. That does sound like an adventure. So, okay. One thing I really admire is that a lot of, I feel like the work you've done and a lot of things you've learned, I feel like has come through experience. And, you know, learning from the work that you're doing, you know, and the work that you're doing with your clients and just kind of learning and honing all that over the years. And so I would love to know what is one of your favorite tips for high performance that someone could take and apply to their life right now? Get more sleep. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I mean, like it's, it is. And when I go to organizations, people will say, okay, so we mean like the soldiers need to get more sleep or mm -hmm. my athletes need to get more sleep. 
And my response to them is yes, but also so do you. Yeah. Um, because it's an organizational wide problem performance. Mm -hmm. And if you're looking at a, we'll say a baseball team, right? Yes, the athletes need to be optimized, but so does the general manager. So mm -hmm. do the assistant general managers. Mm -hmm. So do your scouts, right? If, if we know that sleep fixes a lot of problems, right. um, the number one prescription by sports psychologists is get more sleep. Mm -hmm. um, we know it can impact how we think cognitively, socially, emotionally. It can impact our physical well-being. Mm -hmm. um, if, if people in the organization are making decisions, but they're doing so in an impaired state because they're sleep deprived, that's a problem. Right? Yeah. So they are also, they also need to be high performers, just like the athletes. So the one simple tip, which guarantees to move the needle um, is sleep. And unfortunately, it's the thing that everybody takes off their plate first. Yeah. And yeah. the way I look at it, it mm -hmm. is not supposed to be on the plate. Sleep is the plate. Um, it's on everything you put. Um, and you, that is what is going to hold everything. So if you do not have a good plate, uh, you can't expect to have a good meal whatsoever. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, sleep is the one tip, which will always move the needle. And everybody says, yeah, you're right. I probably need more sleep. Probably right. I know. And it's always funny because I love when people do say that. Yeah, yeah, I probably do need more sleep, you know, but it's kind of those common sense things that I think it was Brennan Burchard that said he's like, common sense is not common practice most of the time. Right. And, yeah, but you're absolutely right. And that is true. Um, I think sleep really does reset the most. I don't know. I'm, I'm assuming you've probably read the book Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker such a phenomenal work you know and just looking at all the brain benefits of sleep and so yeah i absolutely love that tip so completely agree 100 percent. that's awesome awesome okay all right so brandon thank you so much for coming on here um and kind of in closing i would love for our listeners to know then how can they get in touch with you or how can they follow your work what what would be the best way um i have a twitter account it's B Marcello 13, B Marcello 13. Everybody says a little differently. Um, yeah, sorry. You do that. No, no, you're fine. It's totally fine. It's like, you can say it the Italian way, which I appreciate, or you can say it like the Anglicized way. So we just give up. I just, I did, I've given up on my last name. So I just let everybody say it however they want. So I appreciate you saying it the correct way. Um, um, I have a website, uh, brandonmarcellophd.com. Um, and then, um, yeah, I have, that's about it. Sometimes I put, post articles on LinkedIn, um, okay. especially relating to the warfighter and things of that nature. So those are the best ways of, of, of finding me and finding what I'm up to. So, yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, and what I'll do, I'll make sure the resources are listed, um, some of those connections so that people can find you easier. Um, but thank you so much, Brandon, for coming on here. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. It was, it was an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. My pleasure. And thank you so much, folks, for listening in. I hope you got some inspiration. I know I did. And we'll talk to you next time. Everyone take care. Bye-bye.